Welcome to He Always Knows. Thanks for tuning into my podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Glass. Let's get into it. How was your day? What did you do today? My day. How was my day? Mm-hmm. Um, Everybody wants to know how things have been going. It's been going good. In the hands of the Lord, uh, regardless of what it looks like on the outside, uh, you know, been going good. I mean, on the outside, I mean, given the current circumstances of the last couple of weeks, whatever, as you know yourself as well, it should be just like, I am without him. He is without me. He does not hear me or feel me in this time of my detriment. No, but he's here. You know, it's a uh, forcing of a maturity. How can you have faith if you're not put in situations that require faith? Well, faith that's untested is faith that cannot be trusted. Ooh, it rhymed too. It's very good. Mm-hmm. So is this <clears throat> ride everything you thought it was going to be? And honestly, we, I mean, you had no idea how this was going to play out afterwards. You said you trusted in the Lord, as did I. But as things have played out currently, is this where and how you thought it was going to play out exactly? No, of course, if you're going to be honest, this is not exactly how I thought it was going to play out. I thought it was going to play out in spectacular Disney Disney movie quality with, you know, the, the stars shooting in the sky and everybody being like, you did tell us, didn't you? You told us. <laughs> you looked us in our face and told us. We didn't believe. You believe me now, brother. But no, it didn't play out like that. It played out with me at the house drinking chocolate milk on the night of the, you know, the dreaded night. Dun, dun, dun. The 16th. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, just, uh, you know, forced conversation, not forced conversation, but if you're going to be a wise man, you're going to go to God for any quibbles or qualms that you have because he's in charge of everything. Everything has to come through his His powerful approval to be done. So then, you know, if you don't want to waste time and... Unfortunately, the things that people don't want to hear, especially nowadays, is wait or not yet. Wait. Why do you think that is? Not the hesitation. I don't think. I don't think God hesitates. It's just He moves in His timing. So why do you think <clears throat> it often seems we are ahead of God's timing and not in sync with it, with our expectations and answered prayers or waiting for an answered prayer? Why do you think we as Christians or believers in Jesus, those who pray, why do you think we struggle so much with the timing of God? Because I personally don't have it figured out either. We understand what God's capable of. We understand what he, what he can do. And we understand that if he tells us he's going to, it's going to happen. But the timing is uh, something to be considered. I do believe it's all perspective. Um, I believe when it's going on, people do not understand the perspective in which God is looking at through the lens in which he looks at things. <clears throat> I mean, we all look at lens, we all look at life through a lens that is provided for us from the Lord to the extent in which we are capable of understanding what we are looking at. Meaning like, you know, um, to the best of your woven together abilities that he has created in you, you can have this much of understanding and see this much through this lens. You know, God's looking at everybody from an unadulterated lens, meaning He's looking clearly, so he's sitting high and looking low. Past, present, and future are all at his disposal. I do believe that. I think a lot of people don't understand that God can past, present, and future. That's why I went, you know, it talked about when Jesus went to the cross and how it, he covered the past and the future. And then at that time, 
so, you know, Back to the Future movies aren't that far off. Yeah, there's not Marty running around out there, you know, and trying to do Doc's bidding, and you know, but probably not that far off. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, I think the reason why people jump ahead is because number one, we're impatient, so our pride's a lot on the line. People looking at us, people judging us. We want to be justified to God. We want God to justify us to them. You know what I mean? Uh, we don't want to look like silly, stupid, you know, for not. Even though the Scripture clearly says. It's one thing to talk about the Bible and have a good discussion with your friends and have, sit around in groups and everybody talks about the Lord and everybody pats the other one on the back. Amen, brother, amen. But it's another thing to live it. It's another thing to live some of the things you read. You know, so like God is not a respecter of men. Meaning like even if they're making fun of you, if he told you to stand, that's what he told you. Stand. You know, it doesn't matter if they're making fun of you. I mean, uh, true power is not loud. I believe that's why, like, when Jesus would get around certain people, when they got him, when they arrested him or whatever, he didn't talk around certain people. He would just stay quiet. It's yeah. Unnecessary. Like, literally been perceived as unnecessary. Don't cash your pearls before swine. Uh-huh. So it's all perspective. That's why people jump ahead of the Lord. And then there is the enemy, which most people don't even acknowledge nowadays, which really bugs me. I talk about that a lot. Uh, is about... Nobody acknowledges that there's an enemy that is actively trying to kill you in the worst way. Like, not just kill you, like, on here, but, like, actually have you go to a horrible place after you leave here as well. Like, and he's on that mission. Like, sometimes people check back in after a couple months. Is he on the mission? He stays on that mission. You don't need to check back. Like, it's going to be on that mission next month. It's going to be on that mission tomorrow morning, tonight. Like, he stays on that mission. You know what I mean? And people, I don't think, can conceive of, of an enemy that is that driven to destroy you. Because there's really nothing to compare it with on the planet as far as, like, enemies that are so driven to destroy us. You get a little bit of it with, like, the radical, you know, the radical sex of different groups of people. Not to point any people out, but I think everybody on the planet who's listening right now understands that there's different sex of people out there that <clears throat> are trying to seek you out and destroy you. You know what I mean? We all get it. There ain't nobody talking, you know, it, it ain't an insult to say a dead man is dead. It ain't an insult to say a certain sex of people out there are trying to kill other people for no reason. You got people wearing their flip-flops and they're trying to show up and behead you and cut you off. And, you know what I mean? They yell certain things. I don't want to say what it is, you know? <laughs> That's all good. Is, but, you know what I mean? It, I'm not trying to be that guy, but I'm just saying there's certain sex. That, so. <laughs> well, <clears throat> we are where we are. I think uh, it's telling, like you said, when we have to actually live some of the things that we read in the Bible, some things we profess to have faith in and believe in God for. And then we find ourselves here, and as a man uh, with a family and a married man, like even though you know and you have faith in the Lord doing what he's going to do, it, for me, I'll speak for myself, it's still played on my mind, um, the provision part of it. Yeah. Because if, I mean, if you slow down and, and actually consider what's the situation as you see it, you don't have a means of income to provide for your family at the moment. And if you're a good man, that bothers you because you've always, that's what you do, you know? Um, yeah. So did that, did you consider that at all or is that everything wrapped up in the... Yeah, yeah, I did consider that, but 
once again, that is very heavy, but I immediately, it's like I'm a, I'm a transfer when it comes to heavy things in my life I, that I've developed, you know, over a period of time of trusting the Lord and being with the Lord and really harsh moments, you know, times where like it shouldn't have worked out and stuff shouldn't have came together when it did, but always did because the belief was there. So I hand all that anxiety right over to the Lord. And like there's certain verses that come to my mind, like I will never see the righteous forsaken. Now, when we say the righteous, we don't mean that we ourselves are righteous. We mean that those that believe in the righteous one being Jesus Christ are shrouded in his his veil, if you his his cloth, if you yeah, and his cloth, like uh, shrouded with his cloth of righteousness, because he was the perfect sacrifice. That's what I mean when I say righteous. So with that verse that says, "I will never see the righteous forsaken and their seed begging for bread," I truly believe that because God is not a man that he should lie. You know, so somebody I believe that is fully depending on him, especially even more so in times of severe okay, this is rubber meets the road. I believe he's going to come through even faster than somebody that's not at that situation just because the focus is different. You're uber-focused on him, hyper-focused. You're listening every day. I also think it's not just the focus, but when you're, when you're actually putting your trust in the Lord and you're in a spot where if he doesn't come through for you, all else fails, that's an opportunity only he can create for himself. Right. When there's when he is the only option and he and people I think they miss that in the situation me and you find ourselves in is people look at what they think was taken from us instead of considering what God allowed to be so he could come through for us. To build that up the way we were talking about we our trust is in the Lord, there had to be some things moved where only he could unmove them. If man can come in and give us this and that, then where's God where's God getting his glory from? Joe, Joe Blow over here would be like, you know, I did that. I'm the reason. God's like, yeah, nobody steals what's, what's mine. So I think it's also comes down to the faith, like God saying, okay, mm. these, they're putting all everything they have in this basket. Like there's nothing left. If I don't come through for them, then for my own namesake, I have to because they are relying on me. And that's a spot God can build for himself. That's a platform only God can build. I think that's part of the thing people are missing with the stand we made. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the stand. The stand. The stand. They put the rocks on, on the solid ground and they made a stand. They made a stand. They made a stand. Yeah. You shall not pass. <laughs> Oh but. yeah, no, it's good times, man. I'm, I'm just trying to wiggle through it, you know, not wiggle through it, but I'm, you know, I'm good. I'm good with it. Uh, uh, there's always snapback, man. We're glasses. We don't, we don't lay down. We, we don't stay down or lay down unless it's time to take a break. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's not good. a catchphrase, but it's, it's not, like let's not make stay, it. Yeah, let's. Yeah, we don't stay down or lay down unless it's time to take a break. What do you mean? Yeah, no, right. What I said. Just on on. Anyways. Yeah, so you got anything else on this uh, specific topic you want to share with the the listeners? No, I, I feel like I've, I've crossed the I's and dotted the T's. I feel like the shirt's tucked in. and um, Yeah. Feel good All right. Well, thanks for coming on once again. Uh, he always knows. Another episode of Ben and, ben and Joe. All right. Peace. Zip.